What's up, everybody? It is Don of All Trades Podcast, and I'm your host, Donovan. We back in the mix. So uh, today, we're going to bring the topic to you, and this topic is the electronic leash. What do we mean by the electronic leash? Well, you got to have some kind of smarts to know what the electronic leash is. Basically, it's your cell phone. The one you keep in your pocket, the one you can't leave home without, you know, uh, the one you can't leave, you know, anywhere. You even go to the bathroom with it these days. So, today, my host, guest host, today we got... Justia Dry, Shelly. And your boy Donovan. So, with this electronic leash, basically I want to bring up the topic, you know, um, most people don't seem to care at this point about having all of their privacy basically in a phone or an iPad or wherever it may be. How do you guys feel like that that may affect you in a negative way? What are your negative topics and what are the positives? Well, for me, the positives are obvious because it literally does all these things that multiple devices used to do back in the day. Because I come from you know, I'm at the age where I did live without all of this smartphone situation at one point. Um, and it does make it easier when you have your planner, your calculator, your obviously it's a phone. It's a way of communicating via messaging, your email. Everything is in one place, not to mention your GPS system, which used to cost a ton of money back in the day. Um, it's just it does everything and it's and not not to mention you you have the ability to connect with people um, differently with a smartphone as far as like with social media and everything like that but it also is a leash I mean it truly is um, is taking certain levels of privacy away your data is being collected by many different companies you're being influenced commercially by um by different companies who do these you don't even realize you're being influenced as far as what you're buying things like that but um specifically privacy the government can watch you and see what you're doing at every point in time and that's just crazy it's very big brother so So with that being said don't you feel like it's kind of weird people put a lock on their phones and they do that to keep certain people out but we're that that certain person may not be the one that's out to harm you or whatever say if you drop your phone in the street and you want to hide whatever information from people but when you say for instance you take photos whether it be nudes or whatever it may be instantly those people that are behind the electronics themselves, the, the maker, the cloud, and everything else, they get first hand and first sight of those photos. Yeah, it's being siphoned. Right. All of your information is being siphoned from you. I, I have here, I'm, I, was, I have an article from um, Science News, um, and it says like the online apps that you download, you don't necessarily, no one goes through and reads those I don't know, or what do they call it? Yeah, the disclaimers right there. And you just want to use the app. You want to play the game or whatever it is. Um, But these apps are actually abusing the the sensors that are on your phone and being able to pull information. So they're taking your photos. They're they're able to pinpoint exactly where you are at at specific times. I mean, they can pull everything. Um, They record you. They can record you with with, with your microphone. I mean, you, you give permission for all of this. So 
when are we going to wake up and make sure that this isn't happening so we can use, you know, what do you think, Michelle? Well, I say that while I'm holding my cell phone in my hand. I know, me too. <laughs> and I'm gathering information, which is also one of the mm. great, one of the great pluses of the smart technology that we have at our fingertips, literally, yeah. is that we can do in a matter of keystrokes what used to take a few moments. You had to go to a library if you didn't have encyclopedias at home, which were only updated every so often, right? Yeah. And now we have breaking news every hour on the hour. If we had to rely on newspapers, we'd have to wait for another 24-hour day news cycle to break for us to get the news. True. Um, if we had to rely on uh, information for things like reports for school or whatever, we'd have yeah. to actually travel physically to um, the library to get the information from maybe in a publication that is uh, five years old. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the convenience of instant, uh, the instantaneous ability to get information quickly I mean, that outweighs everything for me. Yeah. However, I'm touching on a lot of the same cons that you mentioned with um, apps and their ability to, to monitor us even when we're not using the app. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can remember there have been a couple times when I looked at my cell phone and I get a notification that my battery's draining. And here are the apps that are using the most of your battery. And it'll be apps that, and it'll say using microphone. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't used that app in a week. Why is the microphone on? Well, Facebook has been known for, you know, things like that. And that's why some people have fallen off and some people just don't care. They go, well, I have nothing to hide. But technically you do because they're getting cash off of you by selling all your information and your data to these different companies to know what you like, what you don't like. Who you're with, who you're not with. And then then for those who are, let's say, either into the criminal life, then they wonder how they get caught because you have that electronic leash with you and it knows everything. What you're doing, if you post something, I've seen it to where criminals actually post what they're doing on Facebook, which is stupid. (laughs) And, And it's just a good tool, of course, for the police. And they also have like the Stinger program, which they use. Stingray, I'm sorry. Stingray can actually track your phone and listen in, you know, to whatever. When it's off. Even if it's off. And unless you pull that SIM card or whatever, and that's why most of you see like the iPhones or whatever, they're sealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the Androids are sealed. There's no more even getting to that functionality to remove right. it. So mm-hmm. that's really scary. But I can remember, you guys remember, I think we even mentioned it before in a previous podcast. Hmm. Uh, the movie Enemy of the State. Oh, yeah. Will Smith. And it was about, um, what was it, the the National mm-hmm. something agency. Um, <laughs> and how they were utilizing all this at the time. It seemed like science fiction. Far-fetched, yeah. Far-fetched technology to track this man. And then you see all of a sudden, we have all of these capabilities and we know that they exist. Like, it's common knowledge. Everyone knows you can use these things. Why do people okay think it's so it. cool? Yeah, that's the thing. Why do people think they're cool with it? Like, what do it, they don't care for the moment until it's used against them? I think the convenience outweighs the, the, the privacy risk. that they think. And, they, and, and people always say, oh, 
I mean, what do you have to worry about? If you're not doing anything, then what do you have to worry about? Uh, I, I don't like being monitored on a consistent basis. Like, that's not a normal thing. That hasn't been... Americans in, in past haven't had this type of issue, haven't, haven't had um, the government... Maybe the government back in Nixon times, yeah, they were like peeking in. But it shouldn't even matter. You might as well just let a guy peep in your window at your house. Basically, that's what it is. But it's not even just limited to our phones. I mean, we want to we want to be able to secure our property, and we want to make sure that we can monitor the goings on in our homes. So we have oh yeah cameras. Mm -hmm. We have monitored cameras in our homes. I do. And you have Alexa. And around my home, I have Alexa. I have smart TVs. Those TVs have cameras in them. Of course they do. And they're watching you while you're watching it. We're talking to you later, okay? Alexa decided to join the conversation. See what I mean? Um, Always listening. I don't know that one. Of course you don't. So, I mean, our, our watches. Our watches. Oh, yeah. We look at it to tell time, and it tells what about us? Your heartbeat monitoring oh, your yeah. health situation. And, you know, and they say that that can be a good thing if you're, you know, for people who are at high risk of maybe heart attacks, things like that, having those things on, they can get to them. It's actually quick. alerted people recently yeah. to before they have the heart attack. Because they, they can see that your, your levels change right. and they, you know, assess it. But if it does not have a defibrillator feature, right. I don't need it to know. But here's the, here's the downside <laughs> of that in particular. Those insurance companies utilize that data to raise your rates or to not insure you. Ooh, Which, thank yeah. God for Obamacare, still in effect, cannot be done necessarily, but we They're don't know for how it. much longer that'll be, right? <laughs> They're working on it. But that's another podcast for another mm-hmm. day, right? Definitely. Yes, but we are voluntarily giving up our freedoms in a lot of ways and our freedom to navigate um, obscurely, right? Mm-hmm. In, in obscurity, um, relative obscurity, should I yeah. say? Because even in our vehicles, they're trackers, and they're listening as well. And they're listening. Yeah. You know, you they get have the, the internet now. And, and there, it, there's maybe. internet capability in our mm-hmm. vehicles, and any vehicle that has um, GPS navigation systems in them, yeah, they're monitoring where you are going, even when you're not asking them to tell you where you're going. Right. So, and some of the other things that I noticed that some people may not have paid attention to, when you look on the highway, you may see these scanners on the side of the road. Now, I was told this, not really sure if it's true or not. Each tire that you purchase has a code, like an actual uh, chip in it, mm-hmm. kind of like the excuse me, the toll road chips. And when they scan that tire, they sell those tires to you. You pass that scanner. It knows exactly where you're going on the highway, and it can kind of pace you that way as well. That's wow. Just through the tip chips in the tire. I think that verified because that's, that's yeah, creepy. I, I, I was told that. Not sure if it's true, but it's something you guys might want to check. You know, out. it could also help you in. I'm thinking in the situations where, you know, if you're falsely accused of something, mm-hmm. I do have a digital footprint. Right. I can tell you exactly where I was, and you know that you can find me wherever I was mm-hmm. because I had my cell phone with me. I was wearing my smartwatch, or I, I had on my Fitbit, or I was driving in my car that had GPS navigation systems or those tires that Donovan was just talking about. Yeah. So that can help you in that regard, but I doubt that was the intention. Right. No, it's more to, to find the 
perps. <laughs> so the whole purpose of this, do you believe, is it more of a capitalistic type thing? Is it more about the opportunities to sell and um, influence you to purchase things? Or is it, you believe, Big Brother right. and overreach? Overreach. I think both, really. Yeah. Definitely both. But um, I think that, well, this is just my opinion, the government has its tentacles way into too deeply into people's lives like there should be a little bit more separation and I think that they have the ability to listen into anyone's home with this technology with the level of um, the data centers and all the information that they're gathering in the NSA they can they can pretty much be in your home and it's just weird and it's like like sleazy, like peeping Tom. Well, you know, each and every person has a basically a database uh, within, say, like Utah, mm-hmm. where you know the main storage database, and they keep all this information on each and every person. Every person has a profile. If you have a social security, if you have a phone line, every person has a yeah. database. Well, why? This is what I'm curious about. Okay, so would you? Are you happy about it if it keeps a maybe attack from happening? Are you happy that they're doing it because it's been able to? But it hasn't. That's not stopping because here's the thing. Most of the people that are attacking the United States in some form or fashion, they don't use that technology most of the time. And they know how to go around it. So the government will use that to say, hey, they use this technology. Uh, Now we have to. You know, take a little bit more of your privacy, a little bit more of your information for that freedom. And that's basically what, I mean, Snowden, that was his. Right. Well, let's just think about what we're sitting in the middle of right now. We're looking at finally the opportunity to bring up articles of impeachment against our 45th president of these United States of America. Mm -hmm. Can you tell him a little bit excited about that possibility? (laughs) Um, But just bringing up the opportunity. To speak about it now is why. What is the big commotion? Why are we doing this? Because he's possibly a Russian actor and because the Russians infiltrated our government, our system, mm-hmm. our most sacred system, which is voting. That's like the basis of our democracy, right? Which mm-hmm. is the foundation of this whole, how all this stuff has, why we call ourselves Americans, right? Mm-hmm. So we have bad actors a whole factory of bots somewhere mm-hmm. in Russia who used our technology against us. Yeah, and so it's Russia, it's China, it's, yeah. it, they're all, and and it's not just our system. People, no, there, there are, it's it's happening in all types of um, like in election situations all over the world. There, well, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I mean, I, I know your feelings about Trump. I'm gonna say. You look at who passed the Patriot Act. You look at who passed, you know, all these other different um, deals to basically sell this country out. It wasn't just Trump. No. Obama did his share. <laughs> Everybody. I mean, think about every single president has been a part of that society. And they have sold us down the road for some form of fashion to get what they wanted, you know, out of... Well, we can look at the Patriot Act. Of course, we can almost, in hindsight, do something as far as like a a little bit of a forgiveness, if you will, to um, our 43rd president, George 
Because Bush, of 9-11? Because of 9-11. I mean, it may have been a knee-jerk reaction. Of course, we do believe that there were ulterior motives to the mm, whole thing, right? Yes. But with the Patriot Act, which was in the, instituted in his first administ- in his first administration, right? To about Obama? Um, no, Bush. Uh, George W. Bush. Okay. The Patriot Act was enacted under him. Mm-hmm. And it was an opportunity, or at least they presented it to us as an opportunity to better filter and monitor who was coming into our country, who was using the systems of our country, who was using the benefits of being in our country, and to be able to... But it also allowed them to detain someone without... And that also was without under, any, That was under Obama. To detain you indefinitely. That just recently came under his rule. Without charge. Yes, without charge. Without charge, but it was started actually under George Bush. I mean, let's think I know, about... He signed it over, though. Of course, he signed it over, but who also tried to get rid of Guantanamo Bay? Who made that campaign promise and was not allowed to close it? Well, and here's the thing. I believe each and every one of them may have had an upside to them being a a president, but I don't, me personally, they're all part of the same system. They make it seem like they're split. Democrats, Republicans, technically, in some form of fashion, power corrupts no matter what. Absolutely. Well, absolute power. power. Exactly. Well, absolutely. So no matter what, Speaking they have all done their dirt. Speaking of presidents, in the relative comment, the very relative comment that you made earlier about one of our country's forefathers, no, Nixon, with regard. Oh, you're Nixon. talking about. Oh, you're talking about. Um, yeah. Um, Franklin. Franklin. Benjamin. And his famous quote with regard to our topic today. Mm-hmm. Oh. What was it? <laughs> well, not necessarily the quote verbatim, but initially he said to us, "I want to make I want to make sure it's were, verbatim." Okay, I'm going to do verbatim. Please. So if we're willing to, you know, a- accept these certain types of uh, mm-hmm. breaches of our liberty, right? It's, for security ahead. or for temporary security or for the feeling of security, right? Mm-hmm. Then he seems it's to have exactly a, this. They, yeah. um, they who can give up essential liberty. To obtain a little temporary safety, deserve neither liberty nor safety. Right. Poignant. Basically, just giving you know giving up your freedom. Like why? But the way it's been done, you don't. They make you, you feel don't like you need fe- it. No, you don't feel like you've given it up. And that's convenience is is what it is. It's it's. And convenience is dangerous because, you know, I mean, convenience is dangerous all around. I could go into why, um, you know, fast food, it's very convenient, but it's obviously dangerous as well. There are so many things that are convenient that are so dangerous. And that's one of them is just these devices in our hands. They're great. But another thing that like they're destructive, like maybe I think two years ago, they recently tried to stop people from having so-called burner phones, you know, buying the prepaid setup. And to make it to where you have to show your ID in order to buy those phones or to buy minutes or to buy a new SIM card. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, I mean, they, it is... they buy it now with the freedom, but eventually they're going to take that away because they say terrorists use those options. And I'm sure they yeah, do. Yeah, but every time you put those type of impediments in someone's face for something... It could be completely innocuous, you know, mm-hmm. innocuous while you need that. What you're going to do to it is drive it underground. 
But and now every, who but every operates time they do something, I mean, that's the thing. Every time somebody does something, are you going to take that away? Are you going to keep you know digging and digging at our freedom? Like that's that's not fair. Yeah, because it's it's only so many bad actors. There's more good acting, I guess. People who are just well, that kind of goes to the the saying too. You hear a lot of police officers say is that um, or law enforcement in general, particularly with it, with regard to terrorism, right? They only have to be accurate one time. But we have to be accurate every time, every day, every minute, with every person in every encounter. So, sure, there are far more people who want to do good in the world than there are who want to do bad. But that one bad person can affect a whole lot of people just one time as opposed to all the good that we do a all the time. A whole lot is... When, when you look at, look at it statistically, I don't have the exact numbers, but I know that there are far less of an opportunity or a chance for you to die in a terrorist act of some sort than, you know, just the basic things that we deal with every day, just, um, car crashes and all these, all these other things that you can die from. Like this, just the fear mongering that has been created around it. I know it's happening and it's scary, especially with our kids, especially in schools and stuff. Mm. I mean, I get that. I think schools need to be more hardened. Um, I know. Anyway, that's a whole other actually yeah. topic. Let me not go 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 into that. Into schools. <laughs> well, you know, I think what you say is is really really um, like the far end of the spectrum with regard to like dying from it. But yeah. I think a lot of times it's not even necessarily the fear of dying from a terroristic attack. It's the fact that you had the nerve to do it in the first place. Right. We don't want you to have the opportunity to do it if no one gets killed. Just like the what happened with our last election or not our last election, but our last presidential election, no one died from it. However, it did affect us tremendously. Sometimes uh, people, you, I hear people say equate, irreversibly. Did you just equate the presidential election to a, to like a, almost like a it terrorist, is a terrorist attack. attack? It absolutely was a terrorist attack off of, off of our shores. That was a terrorist attack. Oh, you're talking about with Russia. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, mean, and I, I, I thought you were talking about just Trump getting uh, well, in office you know, in general. I understand. I don't know who our audience is, so I'll limit what I say. However, I will say <laughs> that I do believe in a lot of ways that it, too, was a terror attack on our country. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So, with that being said... <laughs> that, that's also another conversation yeah. if we want to get into that. I mean, because everybody has their different political beliefs at this table. Absolutely. And me personally... Like I said, I think all of them corrupt, one form or fashion. No, anytime you let a government get that big, they're gonna take power. They're not afraid of the people anymore. Then it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, they're passing rules, they're passing laws without us even having a hand in it. You have no say so until, and that's the thing. So many people sit back and just let it ride, let it ride, let it ride until all of a sudden you're in the police state. And it's, you can mm-hmm. no longer do anything. You have no say-so when a cop can just get out. I mean, it's already pretty much like that at this point. You do have some say-so, but for the most part, cop can just get out, pimp slap you, and get back in his car and, and go on about his business and have no repercussion behind it. Well, you know what? A lot of that has to do with, with the topic that we're talking about as well. When you ask, well, why do we allow all of these little nicks at our privacy? Mm-hmm. For convenience, true, but because... The same reason why people feel like 
I have to deal with whatever the government gives me because it's way bigger than me. But they don't. Then that's the problem. They yeah. know that most people... They're scared like, of the consequences. Yeah, and the divide and conquer situation. They divide people just by with the media. They divide us with the racism. And that's going to be a whole other situation because I do want to talk about the race war situation. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that in itself is like... Most people are not even ready for that. So if it happens... What are you going to do? They're not going to take to the streets with, you know, sticks and stones or whatever or just words. Most of these people are killing each other when it does happen, when they have these different, um, I guess, pep rallies, like I think the clan it, rallies and I think it's like more that. covert than that. The way that, the way that they... Pl- People, I, I don't know if we should even be talking about this because we're going to get into completely it. Completely off. Topic, I mean, we are going to get into it. It's, it's part of where we're going. So, I think the overall overarching theme about this subject and the subject that mm-hmm. just came up, it's just the willingness for people to maybe people feel small and feel like, okay, well, if the whole entire world is on a cell phone and I don't have one, I'm missing out. That's a me too culture, right? Well, the, uh, well, you have to, you know contextualize that term nowadays because of the hashtag oh, to movement. My, but think of how you were being tricked. Here's, yeah. here's what Bob Balfour's like, mean. They mm-hmm. actually tricked you to the point to where you actually pay a thousand dollars for That's a phone crazy now. When we think about it. Think about when you first bought the Well it's iPhone. really it's really a computer. Well it was a computer before. Think about it. Yeah. Technology is still cheap. No matter what, yeah. But they raise the rates on it because they're still getting it from China. They're getting it from China for less than nothing. Yeah, because I had an iPhone and it, it did most of the, these things for two hundred dollars. No matter what, long time ago, two three hundred dollars <laughs> a couple of years ago. Now it's up to a thousand dollars because a faster processor. That processor didn't cost no more now than it did a couple of well, years ago. Well, if it just think about it, like everything Inflation. else, supply and demand. I mean, if the demand because exceeds the willing. supply and you're willing That's to pay funny. it. Then, I mean, hey, if I sit something out, if I sit this wine glass out right now, yes, I'm sorry, folks, I just told on us. We're drinking and, and conversing here. <laughs> but uh, if I try to sell this glass to you for $500, if you're willing to pay the 500 for it, there's no going back to 500 next time. So, mm-hmm. And that's the know. thing with the mass population that are willing to accept giving away their freedoms for yeah. their convenience. Absolutely. And that pretty much... Sums it, up. sums it up. And that's how we got little by little. It's taken away from you. The first time, we just charged you 500 The next time, we'll take 1000 And not just in the cost of it, but actual the actual cost of losing your privacy. Maybe they just took a little the first time, and then the next time, you, you were willing to accept it. Right. So you take a little bit more the next time, and then every it's now and then. It's easier that way, and it's always been that way, even since the beginning, since... When um, televisions got introduced into our homes, it, it just became easier to get them and easier to, and then, then they became babysitters, like things like that, just incrementally taking over. And that society. also kind of feeds back to this too, because television wasn't necessarily implemented. I mean, yes, the ability to broadcast and entertain was great, but mm-hmm. the whole purpose of putting on a show for you was not necessarily to entertain you, but to sell you dish soap and laundry soap mm-hmm. actually the um, the creator of the television i cannot remember his name right now but he um cre- once he he created it and he started using it and he realized what was happening with his children he got rid of the thing and said this is going to be a detriment to society but yeah. it also takes that opportunity for them like you said to sell you things but to entertain you while they consent continually strip away your liberties 
Absolutely. And with that being it's a said, switch. people, we are going to cut it off from here and check us out on the next episode, which we will be discussing social credits. Basically, social credit score, which is um, coming to a city near you, whether you believe it or not. So, it's definitely in China, for yeah, sure. Definitely. So, guys, any last words? Just stay aware. That's all you got to say? Stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> Same thing. What? All right, guys. And um, if you want to send us a comment on this topic in particular, you can contact us at Don of All Trades. TV at gmail.com. You can also check us out on the YouTube channel, which we will be uploading videos soon. And that'll be all. Let us know what you think about this topic. <laughs>